This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the Clay Young Show. Welcome to the 99, the 99th edition of the Clay Young Show here on Podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Special guests here today in studio coming up in just a moment. They're going to be walking in here are some of the widows of officers lost on July 17th of this year. Man, what a year 2016 has been for the country and specifically for Louisiana, more specifically for the Baton Rouge area. And a lot about this year has been confusing. And in some cases, it's going to take us a little while to figure out what happened and why it happened. And in other cases, it's pretty clear about what went on. This week is interesting. It's, as I said, the 99th edition of the podcast. And I wanted to do something impactful. Next week, I've got something even more impactful. And it'll relate largely to 2017. But because it's the 100th edition of the show, you know, we're working to make it special. And I just want to say before I go any further that I appreciate all of you who have supported the podcast site and the show. Some of you from the very beginning, some of you jumped on the ride along the way and are with us. And so we appreciate that. Remember, you could subscribe to the podcast at iTunes if you're an Apple user. If you don't have an Apple device, you can uh, get the show at the website podcast225.com. And of course, Talk 107.3 puts our show and our app on their Talk 107.3 mobile app. In 2017, we're hoping to move in that direction as well. Now, as for today's show, I'm going to tell you that a lot of the discussion will be dictated by uh, the women. There will be candid questions. I'm just not going to ask any nosy questions. And some of you out there know what I mean. We're going to talk with these ladies about what they've learned from this last year about themselves and about the community in which we live. And I've gotten the chance to know them pretty well over the last five and a half, six months. And I can tell you that they're some of the strongest people that you will ever meet. I've never met people with more of a reason to feel like the world is against them, but they walk around not being a victim. And I'm such a fan of that in people. It's one of the more awe-inspiring things that people can show in their personality. It is the ability to just either not let yourself stay a victim or become a victim. And these ladies are examples to everyone. And so we'll talk with them on the other side of a quick break here on The Clay Young Show. This is Dr. Mary Catherine Roderick. And I'm Katie Fetzer. We're the owners and co-founders of The Wellness Studio, a mental health practice with locations here in Baton Rouge and Covington. We are also your host for The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com. Our podcast is a journey into the world of mental health. On our show, we're going to discuss some of the various forms of mental health conditions. We're also going to shed light on the various ways our listeners can get a better understanding of how the mind works and why we do what we do. So subscribe today to get The Waiting Room Podcast here on podcast225.com iTunes and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control. You know, John, people are often wondering where to go if they want to find out about killing ants, termites, spiders, mosquitoes, 
what have you, and it's a concern, and you end up in the big box store waiting for an answer, and really the answer is, go to a pest stop location and ask any question. That's exactly right. If, if you're tired of the mystery all of pesticides, mm-hmm. come see us, because we'll give you exactly what you're looking for, not only you know what to use, but how to use it. That seems to be the big question. Absolutely. How do I use a professional strength product safely around my kids and my pets? And it's very easy to accomplish. And you save money in the Ooh, process. A lot. So if I'm in the New Orleans area and I want to get my hands on the product, how can I find Pest Stop? Well, in Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's next to Sherwin-Williams or Villarie's Florist. And on the West Bank, we're on the Palco just past the Harvey Bridge. And, of course, in the Baton Rouge area at 806 O'Neill Lane Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. This is The Clay Young Show on Podcast225.com. All right, back with Tanya Garofola and Trenisha Jackson. I just learned the nickname TNT. I think I like that a whole lot, and it's appropriate as well. So, ladies, uh, how are y'all this morning? Y'all are just giving me a rough time for about the last 30 minutes. Trenisha started in, and Tanya jumped in right behind her. Uh, you know, you ladies have been examples, as y'all know, here in the community of, of strength. I, I talked about it in the open about people who have exuded strength and have never walked around like victims. Uh, I also said that we wouldn't get into obvious questions that have obvious answers, and I wouldn't ask nosy questions either because that's just really not my style. But I do want to ask this question first. Since that day, what have you learned about yourself that has surprised you, that has you know really opened up something about you and Tanya, first, what, what what have you learned about yourself? Well, I've learned that uh, I can survive mm-hmm. and that I'm actually still surviving. Yeah. Um, with the kids and I together and we've become really close and just just surviving every day. You know, I know it's not the, the easiest thing to talk about, but just people seeing you guys is an example. Same thing, Trenisha, what have you... What have you learned about your inner strength that you may not have even known was there before? I said, um, I've said before that the day that my husband died, I felt like I died as well. But I died and I rose again as a stronger woman because Mm -hmm. I depended on my husband for everything. Right. Um, So I just had to learn to do stuff for Trenisha. Yeah. I had to learn to take out the trash. (laughs) I had to learn to check the mail. I had to learn to pay bills. Yeah. Um, so as just like Tanya said, I, I, I'm surviving. I'm stronger. I'm wiser. And I just owe it all to God. I'm just thankful that um, I see myself every day growing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you guys, when I look at the kids, we, we always joke. I joke with Trenisha. I call uh, Mason Hercules because <laughs> His shoulders are a mile apart <laughs> and he's a big old kid and he's a gorgeous kid. And your kids, a gorgeous group. And they're just they, they seem close knit, Tanya. Are your, are your kids pretty close? They're very close. They're still in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's your kids are older, obviously. And, uh, you know, Mason doesn't may, may not have a full grasp of all of this, but your kids are older their their perspective what have you seen from them 
in terms of their strength and ability to handle this as well? I've seen that they've been stronger than I have, that they've actually given me my strength. And my eight-year-old, gosh, I wish I felt the way that she felt. Yeah. She's constantly telling me, Mama, don't cry. You know, Daddy's here. He's in your heart. And you will never... That will never leave you. Right. And I'm like, she's eight years old. How in the world can an eight-year-old think this way? Yeah. Well, they 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 get it from someplace, so they they pull their strength from from the two of y'all, and it's it's interesting to watch them move around because you tell they get it. Do they ever get bothered by all of the attention all of a sudden that they're getting? Uh, not really. I think that my 13 year old he just he wears his heart on his sleeve, so mm-hmm. he's a little bit more tender hearted, and uh, he gets a little bit emotional and tears up. You yeah. know, when he sees everything and he appreciates everything, it's just, I think sometimes he just gets a little overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Trenisha, we had a conversation. You're starting the Montreal Jackson Foundation and, you know, you're going to be doing some work in the community. And one of the things that you talked about was bridging the gap. And, and it's kind of one of the things we talked about with the Capital Area Law Enforcement Foundation as well. Why is that so important to you? I think that it's something that needs to be done. Um, there's a disconnect between the police and the community. And I, I honestly feel that if there wasn't such a disconnect between the police and the community, it wouldn't be so much going on um, that we're experiencing all across the world. Um, so my goal with my foundation is just to try to bridge the gap between the police and the community. So I try to go out once a month in the community giving back um, along with officers, um, but if that doesn't happen, I'm out here. I'm out there with my family and friends myself. Same thing, you know. Talking about being out there with you guys, being there together and in front of crowds, and you see the mixture of people who have come to support black, white, business community. Uh, I saw there was a couple guys that I knew there Sunday at the event who were ministers who just wanted to be in the room because I think that's important. Nothing gets solved if only one side is talking or just the other side is talking. People have to talk to one another. That's how you fix things. It's, you know, someone arguing all by themselves, you, you question what's happening with them. Two people arguing, okay, that you get that. And then it takes those two sides to fix what's what's broken. What do you what would you encourage the community or, or people to be doing to make certain that we never encounter something like this again? Um, well, I would say don't don't sit there. It's easier to sit in your house and point the finger. Get out there and get involved. See what's going on so that people know. You know, get out and get involved in your community. Go to go visit your local police departments. You know, go ask questions if you have questions. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit there and say, oh, well, that bandwagon sounds good. Let me go jump on that right, one. Right, right. Do you think people take into account that there are people in those uniforms often when certain things are said one way or the other in media? Uh, no, I just think that they see the badge. Yeah. And that they can't, they, they can't see that there's a person that possibly has a family, has kids, that's a son, that's a father, that's a brother. Yeah. Trenisha? So many people with different opinions um, saying, well, this should take place, this should take place. I like to see 
everyone that has an opinion to get out here and make a difference. Um, that's just like certain things I post about Khalif, you know, they'll say, well, they should do this with the money. They should do this with the money. Why don't you do something? I, I, I'm just so tired of people just having an opinion and not making a difference. I, I, I want to see people out here running, doing groundwork. Yeah, um, being in the trenches. Yes. You know, that's uh, that's been something we've we've kind of in the last few months uh, a part of this law enforcement foundation and trying to do work for the community. You know, I learned a long time ago that you'll run yourself crazy trying to make everybody happy. All you can do is the best you can and try not to do wrong by anybody. And then you can sleep at night. As long as that's been your thing, it really doesn't matter if everybody's happy or not. You know that you didn't go out of your way to hurt anybody. And so I think that because, again, you never get anything accomplished accomplished if the goal is we got to make certain everybody's smiling. I mean, that's just not real life. Um, you guys are tough. And I, I kind of I can see and know because I know you all personally that you are tough and you represent people who've gone through horrible circumstances and you're still standing. But there are people who've had different kind of horrible circumstances that they've gone through who may not be as tough. What advice would you give them? Uh, my advice would be you just have to keep going. Time's not going to stop. You just have to get up every day and put one foot in front of the other. Because everybody's grief is different. Yeah. Everybody grieves differently. Trinisha? First, I would say make sure that you have a relationship with God. Um, I know because of my faith, um, I realize that it's bigger than me. And I just thank God because I know without him, I, I wouldn't be surviving. And sometimes you have to take a minute at a time. Yeah. Sometimes an hour at a time. Right. And, you know, I say all the time, if it wasn't for my son, sometimes I wouldn't even get out the bed. But I'm thankful that I do have him and he keeps me going as well. So God and family is what's keeping me together. What is I know this is going to be an interesting question, but what has disappointed you the most about the last few months? I mean, outside of July 17th, after then, what has disappointed you the most? That Leo wives still have to experience what we're going through. Officers are still being killed on a daily basis, and it hurts. I, I, I hate to see it. Yeah. I, hate, I hate to see killing, period. It, yeah. it, it bothers me. I, 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 it upsets me when I watch the news. It upsets me when I'm on social media having to see RIP. It's, it's just too much killing going on and it needs to stop and law enforcement uh, law enforcement officers leo tanya same question uh i what trenisha said you know every day we wake up you know there's been an ambush or an attack on law enforcement and there's just been so much cruelty in the world and so much hatred it's just been unbelievable I can't imagine that y'all spend a whole lot of time reading what people are saying on social media because it's unbelievable no we don't don't, but it's it shows up on the news channel it shows up in in you know the alerts sure sure um drilling down on that just a little bit from that perspective the families because that's one of the things that the law enforcement foundation was started for too is to support families of law enforcement officers either injured or worse in the line of duty just from the family's perspective talk a little bit about the responsibility that y'all carry 
even in the best scenario, you know, because I don't think people often get it. If you're not the husband or wife or sister or brother of a law enforcement officer, it's just not something you can understand. So can y'all talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, being a police officer's wife is we have to support them at all times, you know, support them no matter what. We may not want them to go out there and do a certain job, but they have to know that we have their their full support because we can't say, oh, I really don't want you to go out there. I'm afraid you're going to get hurt and all this. That puts doubt in their mind. So no matter what we're doubting and feeling, we have to put a smile on our face and and tell them, you know, you go out there and you be safe and you do the best job you can do. Sure, sure. Trenisha? Just being a supportive wife, um, having my husband's back, That's that was my goal. Making him feel appreciated and having his back, letting him know that I love him and I appreciated him. Even though that he had a tough job, I wanted him to know that, and I encourage all wives to be that, be to be like that. It's just to be supportive, supportive to your spouse. You know, going forward here as we kind of move to the end of this discussion, what are your goals? My goals is to raise awareness um, of what's going on around us, not only in the community but in our country. Um, we have to do something about this. We we have to unify. We have to bridge the gap, or else we're not going to accomplish anything. Yeah, Tradisha. <laughs> yeah, that's been my ultimate goal from day one: making sure that my husband did not die in vain, and bridging the gap between the police and the community. Because once again, not all police are bad, and I think it needs to go back and start with children, letting yeah. them starting with the kids. Is there any final thought that you guys would would like to express to the public? Anything you'd like to say to people who don't get an opportunity to talk with y'all or meet y'all, who I'm sure send you know words of encouragement or prayers, or they don't know what to say when they meet you in public? Is there anything you'd like to say to them? Uh, I would just like to thank everybody. Thank everybody for their love and their support that they've shown me and my family. Um, again, prayers are always much needed, and we can't ever get enough prayers, and I really appreciate and want to thank everybody in the community for everything. Tradisha? And I always like to say that I feel as if the whole United States just took me and Mason in their arms and just rocked us and loved on us. And it was such an outpouring of love and gifts. And I I just really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And um, please continue to pray for me because that's, that's what's keeping me going, prayers. Well, I appreciate you guys being in here. And Richard Condon said when he was here last week that that's his door. But I think y'all have overstepped him on that. And we got the first smiley face on the door and the first signature that's dated on the door. So I think that trumps him. And I don't think you'll mind it at all. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Clay Young here with Brian Lowe, the man behind BrianLowFinancial.com. Brian, 
Interest rates are lower now, so you can't make money with savings accounts. Let's make people some money, man. Well, interest rates are low. I can date myself now. So I've been in the business now close to two decades, like you said. Yep, yep. Can't believe it. I'm uh, weathering myself here. Can't believe it. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, the point being is uh, the best rate I saw 17 years ago at the bank was about 5%. Mm-hmm. What's your bank paying you today? You feel like you're paying them to hold your money? How about a 3% fixed account that's 100% liquid? You can pull your money out at any time. Uh, the only way I'll give you the information if you sit down with me and have a one-hour meeting. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it's been a company been around since uh, 1861, a long time, uh, A-plus rated, 100% liquid. You can pull the money out at any time. Give me a mm. call. We'll give you the solutions of where to find that. Next year will be the man's 19th year in the business. He's a grizzled veteran, and his team is ready to serve you. Look him up online at brianlowfinancial.com. Promote your business or organization on podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Welcome back to The Clay Young Show. That's about as strong as you can get. A couple of ladies who are not going to be seen as victims. They are trying to make a difference. And I can think of no better guests for the 99th edition of The Clay Young Show. They got a chance to sign the door of fame here. And that's kind of becoming a thing. It's something I started when I had the studio built here. And I just wanted guests to have a chance to kind of sign in on it. And now it's a thing. And I posted that picture of Condon last week and got a bunch of heat from people, (laughs) some shots from people about how they didn't get a chance to sign the door. So all guests will get that shot as they have. And uh, I don't know that I'm going to have any special trips to the studio just for people to sign the door. Uh, But (laughs) in all seriousness, it was really great to talk to those two ladies. And you can hear that they want to make a difference. They've all gotten close, and Desha Gerald, the widow of Matthew Gerald, could not be on the show this week because she had a conflict on her schedule, but she is going to do the podcast. We've talked about it, and she wants to do it, and she'll be back here to do it again, and I don't know if she'll come by herself or on a return visit with the ladies, but uh, it'll be our honor to host her here in our studio. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys being along for the ride. 99 shows, man. We're moving into triple digits next week. And I've got something big in store for the 100, an impactful conversation that we're working on for you right now. So as we always say, spread the word about what we're doing here on the show. Tell people about the kind of guests that we have, the kind of information that we cover. We appreciate all of the feedback that we get from people. There were a couple of weeks where we didn't do podcasts for the holidays, and I heard from people, I heard from someone today as I said to record this close, who was asking about that gap, because they were a little behind, and I said, no worries, Uh, we were just taking a little time down for Thanksgiving, but this week we're on, and next week as well, moving into triple digits. Man, it's been our pleasure to serve you guys 
Spread the word. Subscribe if you'd like at iTunes for Apple device users. If you don't have an Apple device, and I can understand that nowadays with this pixie glass screen that's on these phones, you can get to the website directly, podcast225.com, to find out what's happening on the show or download that free Talk 107.3 mobile app courtesy of the folks at Garrity Broadcasting and old Gordy Rush. Listen, I, I, get a final update. Last week, we had that fundraiser that you heard me talk about on the last show, and Coach Orgeron was there and did a great job, and I got to say, Condon nailed the impersonation, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you need to listen to the 98th edition of the show, and you'll see what I mean. He, he, he was pretty spot on, except for the profanity, he was pretty spot on, so check that out. Also, while you're browsing on podcast225.com, check out the Waiting Room Podcast with the ladies from the Wellness Studio, Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue and Katie Fetzer. They talk about mental health and media. And uh, their guest on the show is a familiar voice, mine. That's right. So I get to be on their show as well. So check that out here at podcast225.com. And uh, we just appreciate the feedback and everything you guys have been doing. And just kudos to the ladies. They are a true example. All right, guys. We'll see you next week on number 100 of the Clay Young Show. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.